Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Finer Things Podcast. I am your co-host, Tristan, and I am joined by, once again, the lovely, the amazing, the fantastic Rosemary. Rosemary, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. Thanks thanks for that lovely introduction, as always. How are you? Of course, of course. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I was telling you before we started recording, uh, I baked pizza for the first time uh, earlier this week. And it was, it, it felt like, you know, a revolutionary moment in my life. Like, I, I feel like I became a different person now that I know how to bake pizza. And it really, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Like, I thought it would be a super difficult process, but it was like, make the dough, cover it mm-hmm. with tomatoes and cheese and put it in the oven. That's it. I feel, I feel like making the dough would be the hardest part, especially from scratch. Yeah, I mean, it was, but it wasn't, like, you know, different from any other dough. You just mix all the the flour and water and yeast together and knead it and just wait for it to rise. And after I did that, it really wasn't bad. The the part that was bad was getting it from, like, what are my work surface onto the pizza stone. That part was horrible. Like, it kept sticking to everything. Yeah, it was, it was just... Oh, wait, you should sprinkle flour, like, around. Dude, I tried. (laughs) I I put a lot of flour on everything I worked (laughs) with. It still stuck. Mm. So. okay. Yeah, so it's disappointing. Wait, that sounds revolutionary. It really was. Like, being able to make pizza. Yeah, no, I feel like a different person now. It's, uh, (laughs) I I do definitely, you you know, it's, um, it, it was good, and it's starting me on this new, this new baking voyage Mm. like so hopefully soon i'll make sourdough or a ciabatta or a focaccia or or something so but yeah yeah we'll start baking trying it yeah so (laughs) rosemary uh why don't you paint your scene for us where are you Mm, i'm in my apartment the usual setup like on my one singular table slash desk except today we're recording in the evening so i just got out of lab like a like an hour or half an hour hour ago i had dinner and now we're recording over zoom very nice <laughs> the finer things <laughs> night. <laughs> what, what, what about yeah. you tristan paint paint your scene for us uh well it is also night where i am yeah crazy uh i'm i'm in kentucky again i'm at my desk where i've recorded like the five past episodes um yeah it's beautiful uh right outside of my window there is a bird's nest and they're you know the eggs have hatched and the like baby birds are like whenever mom comes by with like a worm or something they'll you know raise their heads up and try to try to eat the worm and so i've been watching that and it's made my you know my time sitting here a lot more enjoyable so yeah so i that's that's really good uh, other than that, my sister has a volleyball game in Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, so I have my my house to myself for a weekend. Oh, everyone! Which gone? is really really nice. Oh, okay. Everyone's gone. Yeah, it's it's just me. So I gotta you know find something to go crazy over or throw a party or something. Do you have updates, aka MCAT? for our listeners oh yes yes thank you for reminding me uh i took the mcat uh like two weeks ago and i felt like it went okay uh it definitely wasn't a disaster which is a good thing didn't go great didn't go absolutely amazing but it it wasn't a disaster so it just went that's all you need it It just went it went (laughs) yeah it did just go yeah um 
honestly, I felt like my test was kind of unfair, mm -hmm. and I'm still kind of mad about it mm -hmm. because, like, there were some questions there was no way that we could have known. And there were so many questions that it's like, you know, the terms were super similar on a concept that really wasn't that different. Like, mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the questions was asking about, like, confounding variables, and there were two answers. One was extraneous variable, okay. and one was confounding variable, and I'm like what the hell i mean honestly like i know what these are yeah. i don't need to know the difference between extraneous and confounding so mm. it, it, it was just it was frustrating honestly but but it's gone i i it. it's over yeah it is over yeah uh I, i'm just taking comfort in the fact that if i struggled everyone else struggled and mm. so hopefully that'll be accounted for in the score um but yeah i get my my results back in like well, like two weeks, mm -hmm. something like that. So, oh, so we'll see, sweet. and we we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is. So, but at least that phase of your life is over. Yeah, you're in post MCAT era. Yeah, no, like I, I took the final boss and maybe defeated it. I don't really know yet, but yeah, it's um, it does definitely we'll feel see. good. It, it feels great to be to be done with it. So, no more MCAT, no mm -hmm. more pre med. I am done. I am, I am completely done with the pre-med track, other than applying to med school. So, <laughs> other, other than that part. I, is the pre-med track ever done until we get into med school? I mean, eventually there's just the like med like track, never. you know? Like, you get into medical yeah, school. Yeah, it's just the med track. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. But, yeah, it was... Um, it was <laughs> kind of dystopian, honestly. Like, the, the security mm -hmm. protocols that they had. They had a palm scanner that you had to use oh. every time you walked in or out of the room. Mm -hmm. And they made you, like, turn oh, out... to make sure you're the person? Yeah, yeah so you can't swap yourself you out. You okay. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> and they made you show your ID. And they made you take off your mm. mask, show them you're not have You don't have anything under your mask. Pull up your collar. Pull oh, out every pocket right? that you have. Yeah, I was wearing mm -hmm. a button-up. And I yeah. had to pull up my collar every single time I walked in or out of the room. So, and use the palm scanner. So I've never heard of the palm scanner before. I hadn't either. I, I thought mean, it was people must have tried, fiction. you know, hiring other people or getting other people to take the MCAT for them. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. But I'm like, if we have the palm scanner, why do we have to show our IDs every time we go in and out? I feel like the palm scanner is kind of more, you know, more solid, but. But yes, I am I am done with the MCAT. Hopefully. Hopefully I won't have to take Maybe. it again. I know everyone <laughs> hopes they don't have to take it again. I hope you don't have to take it again. Thank you. So we're um we're done. We are you know, I'm living my best life and trying to find something else to occupy my time. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to our next topic. What are we talking about today, Rosemary? I think you should answer that question. You think I should do it? You yes, think, I think, I, you I think it does have a little question. bit more to do with me. Uh, yes. We are talking about France. And the reason why is because I am going to be moving to France in September. I, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I can't believe it either. Um, mm -hmm. I got accepted into a program where you teach English abroad. And it's sponsored by the French government, and they pay for you to go there. They pay for everything. All you have to do is go to the schools and teach the kids. So I'm in either middle school or high school. I don't know yet. I 
was very happy to not be in elementary school. So <laughs> <laughs> did you not want to want to work with elementary students? Oh, absolutely not. They're oh, little really? monsters. I, I do not like children. <laughs> Wait, but high school students also scare me a little bit. Oh, they're terrifying. But like, that's manageable. Okay. You know, like, it's definitely something I can deal with. Middle school students is a happy medium. Have you I met feel like middle it's school a com- students? Y- yes, my two cousins. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> it's like, I feel like it's crazy and like they're in that weird phase where they're like preteen, teenager. Like, I don't know, but it's just something quirky, I feel like, about that stage of your life. It kind of makes me think back. But if I had to choose yeah, between I mean, elementary, middle school, or high school students, I would choose middle school students. They're that's funny. Interesting. Like, I feel like there's always something fun. I don't know. I, I still see them as, like, children. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. high schoolers are children, too. But, like, you know, literal, like, just got off the bottle children. But I think of them as, like, children. I think of them as children. But they're at their stage where they're like, you should treat me like an adult. Like, yeah. To everyone no, they, else. They, they think they pay a mortgage. Like, come <laughs> on, dude. You play yeah. Fortnite. So I feel like it's just, like, that interesting, like, at at that, I'm, like, trying to, like, every time I talk to my younger cousins, like, I can envision myself, like, what was I like at 13? Like, what was my biggest worry? Like, my biggest worry wasn't, like, pre-med or school or college or any of that stuff. It was, like, I don't know, it was, like, some dumb stuff, like, hmm, when am I going to get, like, my cell phone? Or, like, can I call blah, 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 blah at this time? Or, like, can I go to this mixer whatever they call those middle school mixers or dancers it was just like things like that yeah i mean they definitely do have less you know like serious stuff to to care about they're just living their lives even though they don't think so yeah but i feel like that age was like great because like all this stuff we say like less serious stuff from our point now but at that age i remember thinking like oh like that was everything and like, how are you as some like an adult, or like, why are my parents or people older than me always saying like treating me like a kid or treating my invalidating what I think is important? Like, I feel like it's just an interesting, interesting stage to be at. That's what I think. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, you know, I mean, my my sister is in middle school right now, mm-hmm. and she talks about like drama with her friends and uh, you know it's like stuff that the friend group dramas i forgot yeah literally like stuff that happens in the group chat and like receipts and stuff like that and like that scene that it seems you know weird and like it doesn't really matter to us but like Mm. friendships and developing social interactions they do matter it does Mm -hmm. really matter and and so that stuff is important like i would love to go back to that time where some of those things were, like, my biggest worries or, like, things that I care about the most. Like, it felt like I had responsibility and I had a purpose, but at the same time, in reality, it wasn't really compared to what I would have much later on in life as an, as a more grown person. Yeah, yeah, literally. It, it really doesn't compare. But speaking of, of France, <laughs> yes. you know, and, and moving to France, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what French middle schoolers are like. Mm-hmm. I I don't really want to find out, to be honest. Kind of just want to stay in that high school range. Because, like, high schoolers, mm-hmm. like, you can talk to them like, you know, they're they're people, right? And you can have, like, an actual conversation with them. Like, they're, they're getting to that stage. So I feel like I would be more comfortable teaching there. Okay. But, yeah, but we'll get there when we get there. I still don't know, like, what grades I'll be teaching other than just, like, I'm not teaching elementary. elementary. That, that's all I know at the moment, so... 
yeah, so we'll get there. But yeah, no, we we are the Finer Things podcast, uh, and we talk about the finer things. And France, I feel like, is definitely up there when we think of like classy and chic and luxurious and. and I feel fine. like that's one image of France that people think of. Well, yeah, I mean, it is a stereotype, but, like, yeah. it, it does have, you know, a basis in reality. hmm And, yeah, I mean, I'll get to see it, which is super, super exciting. Can I ask you, what, like, as someone who didn't take French in high school and doesn't really have, like, a cultural connection to France? Yeah, like, I have zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, what do you think of when, you, when someone mm-hmm. just says the word, like, France? What pops into your mind? Madame Bovary. I feel like that's the first thing I think of. The novel. Which I think what? isn't typical. You're so literary. Wait, I'm sorry. Like, that's engraved in my soul. <laughs> like, that book from from uh, English in high school. I think that's one of the first things. And then the second thing, of course, like, you know, Paris. And then the Eiffel Tower. And I think about fashion. And I think about baguettes. Which is so yeah. stereotypical. <laughs> and, like croissants or however you're supposed to pronounce it i'm obviously not pronouncing the correct way but i think i think and i think of like leisure like you know leisure strolls like morning on the cafes like artists also mimes and also (laughs) i forgot about mimes the mona lisa like can't forget that i feel like yeah so that's like my stream of thoughts whenever someone mentions paris so it's like a better life i feel yeah it to me feels very the best way I can think of it is like very leisure, like le- leisure is the word I think of. Yeah. But I don't like, know if that's the you case don't really, though. But yeah, I, I you really don't have, have no many idea. Concerns. No, I, I definitely do think, you know, I, I feel like most people would, would go along that same way. Like you don't think about <laughs> get, going to France and getting a job, right? You think about going to France and like finding yourself and writing mm-hmm. screenplays and French cafes It's very and stuff romanticized. Like I think that's oh, yeah. what, oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my, that's the word. Mm. very romantic I think that's the word very romantic well hopefully I'll find some romance while I'm there but you know it's <laughs> it definitely is romantic it's it's a romantic image that we have of it which it is a fantasy I think but mm. it's also you know there is some of that like people love Paris for a reason people choose to go there Samuel Beckett uh, the Irish playwright famously said that he prefers uh, France at war to Ireland at peace because he lived there in the middle of World War II. So, like, there's definitely a reason why people choose to, like, live in, you know, live in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'll, I'll get to join them soon, which is Wait, super can, exciting. Can you talk about what? maybe your connection to it? Like, did you take French in high school or... In college, middle school, or like, do you have yeah. any other cultural connections to France? Yeah, um, I took French in high school. First, I hated it. You know, I thought mm-hmm. this is stupid. None of the rules make sense. I still kind of think that they really don't. It doesn't seem like a real language. Uh, but yeah, I took it in high school. I took it for like three years. I took the AP test, got a fat three on it. Mm. Then I came <laughs> to college, and I kind of, you know, I kind of studied it. Because around, like, the end of high school, I I started seeing it as, like, maybe this isn't just something to, like, you know, study in school and get a grade for. Maybe this is something that I can actually, you know, learn and and improve on. Um, So I I started finding, you know, like, actual friends 
over like language learning programs and stuff like that. You know, people in, in France and you talk to them, you teach them English and they teach you French and you just go back and forth. And, and that way I found connections and like real, you know, people to talk to and become mm-hmm. close to. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is great because, you know, you're going on this connection. Like we both want to learn each other's languages. We were both interested in each other's culture and each other. And it's the, you really can, you know, really uncover something great uh, through doing that. Um, but then I came to uh, college and I, I actually tested out of the language requirement. Oh, really? Then yeah. you must have been so, pretty good. I was no, okay. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was definitely like okay. Enough. Yeah. De- if we want to say that, sure. But yeah, um, so I didn't have to take it. Uh, but I still kept up with it, like, all throughout, you know, all throughout college. Um, and then I started to take it pretty seriously. Um, I started I started watching uh Pokemon was my show. Like <laughs> like literally just watching like the first season of Pokemon with the French dub and sub and it's mm-hmm. I, I still watch it today, like just going back over it and it's it's pretty great, I can't lie. Um and then I took yeah, my very last semester of college semester. My very last semester <laughs> of college I took yeah, I took a French <laughs> class. And I felt like I learned a lot. I felt like I got a lot out of it. But I, I, I do genuinely feel like at the level I'm at, it's just something I got to do on my own. You know, mm-hmm. just got to gotta read, got to study. Uh, I, the way I'm doing it right now is reading French Harry Potter. Uh, and I'm almost done with the first book. So You have yeah, another what? update for us. What <gasps> are you reading your French Harry Potter on? <laughs> Oh my goodness, yes, I am reading my French Harry Potter on my brand new Kindle Basic model. I, I, I had a Not a sponsored a ad. Not a sponsored ad. Kindle, if you want to sponsor us, we would be more than happy to take you up on that. Uh, I had a, a basic Kindle Touch, uh, which I got in 2010, and I used it kind of, you know, uh, I read it when I was young, didn't really use it that much. Then recently I found out having a Kindle is absolutely amazing for language learning. Mm. If you don't know a word, you just tap it and it, the definition pops up. And you can save all the words you don't know and, you know, and make flashcards out of them. And it can be so, so great. So I got myself a new Kindle. Jump forward in time like 12 years. I got, the, got this new one and sent myself a bunch of books semi-legally. And uh, <laughs> I did actually pay for Harry Potter. I, I want you to know that. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm just going through and reading them and, and learning. So, so that is my very, very long-winded answer of, of my, my cultural connection to, to France and the French language. So, Rosemary, we've talked a lot about me in my, in my French visit, but you're going to Europe as well. Yeah, well, nothing's set in stone yet. It's not like with a program, I didn't apply for anything. I think it's just like for personal like vacation or personal travel. For growth. Yes, for growth. We can call it the fancier way, the much nicer sounding way. But yeah, I think for I've always wanted to travel through or visit different countries in Europe and I feel like it's probably a lot easier once you're there to visit different countries versus like in the U.S. you just have states 
versus like Canada and the other bordering Mexico. But yeah, I really want to go back to Sevilla or Spain at least. And from there, I'll just have to, it's still in the works, but I'm, I'm actually saving up for it, sort of working out the plan. And my cousin also says a great, he thinks is really, his personal favorite time to visit is around maybe Christmas time or like winter time. Oh my goodness. But oh, I, wow. I can only imagine. I feel like it would look really nice. And also the energy, the holiday vibes, you know, would be good. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I can't imagine Europe during Christmas. That just must be, it must be the most amazing thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had, was it Chris Kindle Mark? Mm-hmm. Chris Kindle In Market? In Evanston? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Kindle Market. And, like, just that. Yeah, just. <laughs> just that. In the middle of Chicago. Like, a bunch of some Europeans, some fa- being fake European. Like, just coming together. <laughs> like, there was a magic to that. Mm. And, like, to actually go there and be with the, the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, like, yeah. that'll be, that'll just be amazing. I feel like I would really enjoy, like, Christmas in, like, Switzerland or something. I feel like I just think of that, like, as the first what, place like I would want to be. sound of music action? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could yeah. see that. I could definitely mm. see that. You know, you're, like, up in the mountains or whatever, and it's snowing, and you're, like, you know. Oh. With, with some with some family, with some kinder and whatnot, and mm-hmm. just enjoying it. Yeah, I can see that. But I feel like that's just, like, a very faint idea right now. But I'm, like, slowly trying to make it into reality. So I'll maybe have more updates in a few months. You should. You absolutely should. No, <laughs> in the office, Jan said to Pam, there's a million reasons not to do something. And I think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Even though Jan is absolutely insane that she was right about that yes jan is absolutely insane janet jan is just crazy no maybe we'll have an office episode in the future we've never had an office episode oh my we, gosh, haven't. No, we haven't and this is the whole reason why the name of this podcast well part of the reason why. oh wait no you're right yeah <laughs> we, we definitely need to have one you know mm. just to pay homage to mm-hmm. you know to our, our namesake but yeah, no, Jan famously said there's a million reasons not to do things. And whenever I'm like, oh, I should travel. I'm like, well, I have school. I don't have mm. money. Well, I'm out of school now. I still don't have money, but that can be fixed. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm, I'm going to travel pretty soon. And like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll definitely have the opportunity to go all across Europe, everywhere that's in the EU. And so I, it'll be a very very bad thing and a very very disappointing thing if i don't do it you know yes because like the chance will just be there and so i know you gotta, exactly you, grasp you need it. to just grab yeah, i know it's like right there like it's literally dangling in front of you but i think that's a really that's a good way to think of things you're right because i feel like when i think of stuff like my cons list is always so long and like yeah. my pros list might only be like one or two things compared to the cons but i feel like i can't just be like based on the number like i can't just be like oh there's this many cons and this many pros therefore cons win i think there's different weight to those things as well absolutely yeah and so a lot of times when i think about traveling like in this case it's like i feel like it's gonna be something if i don't do it it'll just be something like when it's too late to do it i'll always just be like oh i wish i did that that other time and you know just be grumbling about it yeah. <laughs> later on so hey, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take also from the 
Awful. Also from the office. office. Was it Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. Michael Scott. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can see on the whiteboard right now. Oh, yeah, me too. I need to go back through that series of episodes. That's, Mm. it was just amazing. But yeah, no, it's, um, it, it really is a good thing. And it really is commendable that, you know, even though you don't really have a reason to go there other than for your own enjoyment and your own personal mm-hmm. growth. Like you would just pack up and do it. That's yes. the, I feel like not many people do that, honestly, but you know, that's, we're, we're young. That's the hardest part too. Uh, yeah, just doing exactly. It. Doing the just, part. Yeah, just do it. Do yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like we're young, we're free. We don't have that much weighing us down where we are as free as we are going to be. And so if we don't travel now, like, when will we, when will we have the time? Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like in my, I know, like, in my 20s, like, I remember making a list when I was, like, 19. So cliche. It was going to be, like, oh, no. things I want to do in my 20s or whatever. And definitely traveling <laughs> was one of them. And, like, going to Europe was one of them. Like, just the continent as a whole. Like, stepping foot in the continent as a whole. Like, didn't matter which country. But I think that was on the list. And I'm like, I'm already like 22. And I feel like the last two years didn't count because of COVID. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's kind of like part of me is like a little not scared, but I'm like, oh, my God, I'm already 22. But if like older people are probably like, oh, you're only 22. But, you know, perspective, the different ways you can look at it. Yeah. No, like old people see us as like literal children, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're, Mm -hmm. we're kids. And we 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 kind of are like honestly are we like middle school kids to them and middle school kids to us, you know like we think we're adults but like to them they're like oh no you're still like babies maybe more grown than middle school kids but still babies. I feel like the answer is yes, honestly. For some cases, <laughs> like, yeah. In some cases, like there's a lot about life we we don't know yet, and we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there in due time. But you know we're we're still young. We're still stupid in, in some cases and. Hmm. You know, but but because we're young and because we have this this strange period of time where we where we have the ability to travel and don't have that much holding us down, I feel like it's definitely a good thing to like just just go just go travel. I've never been to Europe before. I've never been anywhere in the Eastern Hemisphere before, and I'm really really looking forward to mm-hmm. to actually just going and not just visiting but living there. Like yeah, you're gonna becoming be a, becoming like one with too. France. Yeah, you're going to be there for, you said, half a year, right? Half a year, yeah. Yeah, that is that is living there. So that's very different really than visiting. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that I feel like not a lot of people get to do, to actually live mm-hmm. in another country, especially one where, you know, the language is different and they have a different yes. culture. Yes. Yeah. I can... like it's, it's one thing to move to Canada. It's another thing to move to to France, you know. I I do love Canadians though, but like... we love Canadians. No, no, please, you know, peace and love. We we mean all the best. Mm. I I know what you mean. Like when I was in Spain, like I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't say I lived lived there. It was just for like a month, a little over a month or so. But I think it it's definitely different than only visiting for like a week or so, or like just a few days. Like, it got to the point where, like, I knew people in the neighborhood that I was staying in. Like, they would say hi to me in the morning because I walked to class. Or, like, after class, and they would, like, give, they knew me at, like, the bakery during our, like, during our lunch breaks. Like, all the students. they And, like, having actual conversations with them, like, in 
the language like in spanish oh my gosh my spanish was so it wasn't like excellent but it was definitely like the best it had ever been at that point it was like at its peak when i was in when i was actually in spain after a few weeks Mm -hmm. like just something about being immersed in where especially in terms of language learning like just an immersive environment is so helpful for acquiring and like actually using and also understanding the language it really is it really really is it's um i i do think that my language skills will you know will improve drastically when i'm actually in there because you know like right now learning french is a choice when I'm there, it will no longer be a choice. <laughs> I will have, have to, to do it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't go to the grocery store and say, like, hey, you know, where are your pineapples or whatever. Like, I, I, need, I need to actually know how to communicate. And, like, I'll be working in a school and signing mm-hmm. contracts and living in an apartment. Like, mm-hmm. I'll pay rent. That's mm-hmm. wild. And I need to know, like, what to say and how to do it. And, mm-hmm. like hopefully you know i'll i'll make friends there and and find a girlfriend and like talk to people and like i need to know and i just i need to know how to communicate i can't expect people to speak english because the french really really hate that specifically with english speakers wait i hear a lot about like distaste towards americans just in general not just from the french but i think just in general which i don't blame which i don't blame anyone well (laughs) i mean i really don't i feel like I feel like with the French, it's much more the fact that we speak English. And, we can, mm. you know, like, English is the dominant language of the world. And so they they feel still insecure about that because years ago. do you think they treat ago, British people the same way as they would Americans? I don't think so. I think so. I, I do really? think so. I, I feel like the hatred is mm. equal. I don't think so. The French I hate. think it's always like, oh, those dumb Americans. Not those dumb no. English-speaking Americans. It's those dumb Americans. I don't Americans. think so. Well, well I'll tell <laughs> you what. The French, they watch. Just... <laughs> they watch our TV shows. They read our books. They listen to our music. They don't really have a lot of, you know, a lot of leeway in terms of saying like, oh, th- those dumb Americans. Wait, but I feel like we are dubbed as the dumb Americans in Europe. What am I just being defensive or or what? Like I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think I'm just being defensive. Wait, that's the gist that I get from just uh, from other people. Maybe like a certain kind of European, you know. Possibly, yes. But that, that's also like the kind of European that I probably won't be associating with while I'm there. I feel like it'll just work out that way. You never know who you run into. You never it could be know. the person selling you the pineapples at the grocery store. <gasps> oh my goodness. Will they hide yeah. the pineapples from me? Like <laughs> No, I'm I like I'm nervous about it, but I'm also like not like, you know. I, I don't think there'll really be discrimination. Yeah, I don't I, think I there's don't anything think so. to be mm, Yeah. I I think it's also important. Like not important, but I think it's of note, you know if you're like white in traveling to Europe or like France I feel like that could be very different like for other like people of other races or religion or like other backgrounds yeah I mean I guess it depends on where you go I mean France is basically yeah. America so it's like there's mm-hmm. really not much of a difference but I mean like going like to Russia or something wise, like that that's... But I mean like discrimination yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it can like be in America yeah America's like heterogeneous or whatever but (laughs) i feel like race is like a very prevalent issue here 
Yeah, I mean, like, it is, yeah. but... I mean... <laughs> but... I feel like... <laughs> you can't what? say, but it is. Well, I was gonna say, like, no matter what you look like, what your skin is, mm. in France, they know who's American. I yeah, don't know yeah. how Regard- they know. They know. Yeah. But I think also, like, you know... Dip- it's not for everyone, but just in, like generally speaking, like race also plays into that outside of nationality, like a white American versus a black American versus an Asian American, like that can all be perceived differently and people can have different types of prejudice, not just towards a, like a, like towards different types of Americans as well. So. Yeah. I mean, that that's definitely something that can arise and that is talked about in the, so I'm on discord for the first time mm-hmm. in my life uh, because of so the program's called tap beef and we have a discord mm-hmm. and they, they talk about that kind of stuff, but they also talk about like, you know, safeguards against it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, you know, everyone going on the trip will be, will be relatively okay. You know, yeah. I hope so. um, we'll be all right. We hope so. We do hope so. So, Rosemary, uh, French adventures aside, I am always very happy to talk to you. And no matter what we talk about, I feel like we always have good conversation. And hopefully our listeners enjoy it, too. Listeners, you can always, you know, write in and talk to us. And maybe we'll have a guest star. Literally anyone who wants to be a guest star, like, you're welcome to come on and talk to us. (laughs) Just let us know. And, oh, our email is, I think, podcast.thefinerthings at gmail.com. And I will link it in the description below as well. Very nice. So from our hearts to yours, we wish you not a Merry Christmas. What can we wish? A happy Are Friday. There any holidays? Well, happy Friday. Are there it didn't any have to be a holiday. Uh, okay. Happy Friday. Juneteenth is coming up. But that's in That's June. true. Happy Juneteenth. And okay, like but I think we'll have another episode in June. So. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. In case you haven't noticed, we kind of procrastinate in terms of editing. But yes. <laughs> we'll get better. I mean, is that a surprise, though, <laughs> to you listeners? It's not. I, I don't no. think it is at all. But from our hearts to yours, we wish you the best. And thank you for listening to another episode. And we will see you all later. Until next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye.